Welcome to Injury Prevention Podcasts. My name is Rod McClure. I'm editor of the BMJ journal Injury Prevention, and each month I chat with a distinguished researcher or practitioner, and together we explore the narrative of their injury prevention careers. My guest today is Professor Richard Franklin. He describes himself as a pracademic and who uses an evidence-based approach to develop real-world solutions for improving health, safety, and well-being with a focus on rural populations and those working in agriculture and drowning. Professor Franklin works in the areas of public health and uh, is the director of the World Safety Organization Collaborating Center for Injury Prevention and Safety Promotion at James Cook University. Hello, Richard. Hello, Rod. How are you doing? Good, thanks. What's on your plate at the moment? Oh, well, quite a lot of things. I mean, one of the big things on the horizon is the Safety 2020 conference in Adelaide. So very exciting. We've just called for abstracts and uh, hopefully we'll get a deluge of people that are interested in both coming to Australia and telling us about their research and the wonderful things that are going on in the injury world. What is the 2020 conference? You refer to it as if we sort of know what it is. Yeah, oh, good good question. Uh, well, Safety 2020 is the World Injury Prevention Conference. It's run every two years across the globe. So the, the last one was in Thailand. The one before that was in Finland. Um, and it's come back to Australia. It was in Australia in uh, 97. And that was my very first uh, injury prevention conference and first professional conference. So I have fond memories of the World Conference. And it's great to have it back in Australia after sort of 20 odd years. Can I take you back to that very first conference? Because I agree, my most exciting conference was the Atlanta World Conference. Uh, and I can't remember the date. You could probably correct me on that. But there's something special about sitting in the audience of a conference like this for your very first time with your first piece of data, knowing you'll be getting up to speak in just a minute. Yeah, and daunting. I mean, I, I, I loved it. I was scared. I was excited. It, it was really it was really exciting. And um I just started work at the Australian Centre for Agricultural Health and Safety out in Moree in rural New South Wales. Right. And we've been, been looking at sort of some farm injury stuff and this was an opportunity for us to talk a little bit more about what at the time I think was actually quite cutting edge, being able to use data and then translate it pretty quickly into some prevention programs. And uh, going to the conference, uh, I think that conference had about 1,500 people that came along to it. It was big. Um, there was lots going on in the conference. And I, I guess I remember that... I moved between sessions, which nowadays I don't tend to do as much, but I, I was moving between to try and get as much. And I tended to walk in, on, I think, on every single bicycle safety session and uh, helmet and bicycles was a big topic at the time. And, yeah, it was really quite special being there and hearing the keynotes and meeting the people that were writing the papers. You know, normally you kind of think about these people as uh, untouchable and they're, they're somewhere up in an ivory tower, but they're all just people and it was really great and exciting to do that. And you're still doing a bit of bicycle research now after all of these years. Yeah, funnily enough. Uh, unfortunately, the issue has not gone away. I mean, the helmet stuff in Australia was, you know, done with the formation of legislation. But again, it's a good example of if you don't back it up with kind of enforcement, what's the point in doing it? And um, mm. so we've still got people not wearing their helmets. But the other challenge is about getting people now on bikes. Times have changed in the last 20 odd years. Lots more technology that people are doing, less outdoor stuff with kids. And so part of my work is not just about keeping people safe, but getting them back onto the bike and getting them exercising in a safe way. And we've been talking around the active transport sort of space and doing that. You said that your early 
years were started in Moree. Can you describe for us a little bit about what Moree is and what it's like and uh, what its environment and context is like and then perhaps where you are now, which is quite a different place but still regional in, in perspective? Yeah, so Moree is a, really is a country town. It, it has about 10,000 people, give or take a 1,000 depending upon water. Um, and very much an agricultural town. And uh, from there, look, I was lucky enough to be headhunted to the Royal Life Saving Society and went to Sydney and uh, worked with them for about eight years, setting up their research and health promotion activities. So I developed programs around children drowning, the Keep Watch program, helped them um, extend that. We did a program for older people drowning, the Brain Medallion. We looked at improving pool fencing at the time. Uh, we looked at trying to get kids in swimming lessons and dealing with um, the challenges around that. We did a lot of work with uh, non-English speaking background people around um, their water safety, um, rocks, fishing safety and alcohol. And uh, th those topics still come through today. I've got a couple of PhD students that are delving in more detail with them at the moment, which is really exciting. And then I moved up to uh, North Queensland to Townsville, which is a town of about 200,000 people. So it's one of the biggest regional towns uh, in Australia. It's, uh, it's about 1,500 kilometres from the nearest capital city. And so, again, as you say, it's, it's rural, but it's different. Um, lots of infrastructure in the town, uh, a good university there, which uh, has a tropical focus. So we look at the tropics of the world. And I'm really the injury prevention and safety promotion person there. And uh, we've been working on that. And we've got a subject and we've integrated into a number of our other ones and got a number of PhD students. And I'm still working on farm safety and drowning and uh, rural injury in general. Right. And you've come... Um been quite closely involved with the burden of disease work over the years yeah look the global burden of disease stuff is just fantastic i think study that helps us understand and contextualize where injury fits into what we're doing and it's always been one of those challenges as, as you well know like thinking about well how many people do actually die and how many people are actually injured and and we've got this complexity of multiplicity going on um, that we're trying to deal with and they're, they're working through that but also we have a paucity of data across the globe and, and the work that's kind of going on to try and help inform that, I think is really valuable, partly about knowing what the numbers are, but also about engaging governments and improving their underlying data systems, which ultimately then drive health and better health outcomes. Right, so if you think now to 2020 in at the conference in Adelaide, uh, what's, what do you hope to achieve in that period? Who do you want to engage? How do you want to um, in, encourage involvement from the various participants in the prevention world? Yeah, look, uh, I think there's a couple of things around this. I mean, our theme is about innovation, engagement and action for a safer future. So we don't want to just look at the past, which I think we do a lot of um, when we talk about injury. You know, a lot of the epidemiological stuff is is looking into the past and what's kind of happened, and that's great. We need to kind of be doing that. But we're also wanting to engage people about the future. What's, what's this future hold? I mean, you know, autonomous vehicles are going to be an interesting challenge. Are we going to see more pedestrian injuries but less road traffic um, uh, crashes? Uh, are we going to see something else come from this? I mean, you know, nobody would have thought sort of 10, 15 years ago that we'd all be sitting on smartphones and walking along the street oblivious to everything that's going on around us. And, and so what we're looking at is kind of that future. And what, partly what we're wanting to do is get people to envision uh, a safer future, this, this kind of what does it look like because if you can't see it, then it's really hard to kind of work towards it. And, and so for me, if you think about drowning, my future is lots of people in the water, lots of people having fun, great kind of aquatic activities, but nobody, being, nobody drowning, nobody being injured as part of that, that process. And I can kind of see this vision in my mind and I'm, 
hoping that others will bring that to the conference and talk about their vision for road safety and what does that look like and active transport and healthy cities that are, that are safe that people are kind of engaged in and these safe communities where, you know, you kind of see kids running around and having fun and, you know, the traffic is, is off to the left and we've got separated bike tracks. I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping people will bring to the conference and talk about what is their research doing around this? What are they finding and how are they thinking of this beautiful future where we're having lots of fun and, and it's safe and, and sunny and, and joyful, if you like, as part of that process. That's a wonderful challenge, isn't it? I hadn't thought of it quite like that, but you made me think of somebody looking at the back rear window of a car, assuming that's what is coming up ahead. And that's not the way, and that's the way researchers tend to think, isn't it? Um, but you've, you've created a different perspective, a different way of thinking about how one needs to be doing one's uh, injury prevention science. Yeah, and, and the, the part of the reason for thinking about that, that then gets you thinking about, well, who do I need to work with? And so it's great. I mean, I love working with researchers and I'm a data nerd from way back. I, I love playing with data. I love all the statistics. I love the new techniques that are kind of coming out. But that gets us to look at the past and what's kind of happened. But thinking about the future, I'm kind of going, well, actually, I need to work with these policy people because we need to shape policy. I actually need to be working with these NGOs because they're the ones that are out there on the ground doing stuff. I need to think about these future kids and the, the workplaces that we work in and how do I actually engage and work with them because ultimately, if I can sell this vision of a safer future, then they're going to tell me, well, we need this evidence to do what we're doing. Or we, how do we develop a program that's going to deal with these issues that we have so that they don't occur in the future? And, and, and I'm, that's what I'm hoping that people will bring. And Adelaide's a great venue to do that. They've, they've revamped their um, convention space. It's very uh, modern. It's really nice. It's, it's, it's now eco-friendly, which is also wonderful that we're thinking about the environment and, uh, and what we're doing there. Um, it's linked into their, their wider research and health precinct as well. Everything's really close in Adelaide. It's walkable. They've got free trams. Um, and, and so it's really nice. And they've been thinking about safety for a long time. And there's been some really great people over in Adelaide who have been working towards improving the safety. And it, it is probably one of the safest uh, capital cities in Australia, if not the world. Uh, and it's just great being there. It's a great vibe, I think. And it sounds like you've managed to capture an, a lot of energy already in this conference. So... I look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, look, I think it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to do a bit of a masterclass in the lead-in and, and I'm looking for experts around the world that want to share their cutting-edge thoughts around this sort of space and that'll be on the, probably we'll start the Friday evening and run through to Sunday and the conference kicks off Sunday night. Uh, and then we're going to do a few field trips afterwards and uh, there'll be a couple other short conferences like the Farm Safe Conference is going to run upward. And then we're going to do a writing retreat for those that are interested in writing and... Um, we're going to go up into the Adelaide Hills and we'll have a couple of professors and a few others in between and hopefully people that just want to sit down and talk about writing and, uh, you know, maybe get close to submitting a manuscript for injury prevention. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Richard. Thank you. We've been listening to Professor Richard Franklin from James Cook University. For more details on World Safety 2020, I'd encourage you to visit the website at worldsafety2020.com. Remember, you can subscribe to Injury Prevention Podcast in your favourite platform or app and have it automatically downloaded to your device each month. For those interested in learning more about injury prevention and injury prevention research, I would encourage you to visit the journal's website at injuryprevention.bmj.com. <laughs>